Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, everyone. Lou Lombardi here, a.k.a. Ludini, with another uh, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus podcast. Uh, you can go to LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com to keep up with all the different interviews we've been doing in music podcasts. Uh, right now, we're putting out about two interviews a week. We will be resuming the full-on music podcast featuring the brand-new co-host. So I don't want to say too much about that just yet, but you're going to be really excited when you find out about it. Um, uh, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. It's Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, online community magazine and business directory. Uh, you sign up there and then you get all kind of great videos and uh, podcasts like this one that you can listen to every week. Uh, there's great articles. You can get coupons and find different businesses. If you are so inclined, you may start your own magazine page and uh, be featured every week. And uh, the pplmag.com gets about a million uh, visitors every month, so it's a definitely a great place uh, you want to be if you have something to promote. The band we have with us today is uh, from, uh, they're calling in from the from South Carolina. Uh, this is a band called Dead Twenty Seven. Uh, this, uh, you know, the first time they ever started writing together, they came up with a batch of songs that perfectly embodied the Charleston-based band's powerfully uh, blend, a powerful blend of rock and soul. Sprung from an all-night songwriting session on the uh, coast of South Carolina, several of those songs made it to uh, onto their uh, their debut EP, "Chase Your Devils Down." Uh, so uh, we've got the band on the line here. We don't have everybody, but we've got, because it's a, it's a rel- relatively large outfit, but we've got Wallace, uh, Will, and Daniel. Guys, welcome to Lee Rock and Roll Thank, yeah. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate it. Thank you. No yeah. problem. Okay, cool. Um, let's, uh, let's just get an overview of how the band, um, how the band, how the band got started. So we'll start with that. Then we'll talk about individual influences and stuff like that. Um, you want to start? You want to start, Wallace? Since you're the first one to call in. Yeah, yeah, that's no problem. Um, the band really, uh, well, it, I guess it, we'd say that it sort of got together. A friend of ours throws a birthday party at uh, our local venue, the Charleston Four House. He he has one, of course, every year. I think he's in about his eighth year doing it. And one of the early ones, he was looking for uh, for something to sort of fill a headline spot. And uh, Will and I went to college together. Um, our bass player, Oliver, and I had played in some other projects. And Daniel and I had played in some other projects. And we just kind of put the band together for a one-off and just really thought that uh, the lineup worked. And, you know, I guess from there we've sort of built it into what we have today. You want to chime in there, Will? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's that's definitely, you know, pretty much the, the quick version. And, and uh so that that included every member, I guess, uh, except for Trey. And um, so Trey and I were friends up here, our friends up here in Greenville. And uh, so, like, I, I'm from Greenville originally, and so is Trey. And uh, 
so I knew him up here, and so the guys, um, you know, I was like, hey, Trey, so, like, you know, got these guys down here in Charleston, and we want to put this thing together, and I told the rest of the guys, you know, I got this guy, Trey, he's a pretty good singer, and so that's kind of how he got brought into it. Um, but, yeah, like Wallace said, he and I went to school together, and everybody kind of knew someone in the band, you know, he knew, and, and I'd known Oliver, too, from the college years um, through Wallace, and then, you know, like Wallace had known Daniel, and then I knew Trey, so uh, everybody, you know, more or less was friends, or at least close friends with someone else in the band, so that's kind of how we initially met, and, and like Wallace said, when we first played, it was a uh, it was just a lot of fun and it was pretty organic and everybody was like, kind of looked around and was like, man, that was fun. And that kind of worked. So, uh, that just kind of sparked the, uh, creative juices. And from, from that point on, we just kind of kept diving into it and, and made it a thing. And, you know, we kind of all knew immediately, like, uh, you know, that we wanted to maybe do something with it. And, you know, all of us had played, you know, we were very active musicians played with, uh, you know, other bands at the time and, and doing lots of different stuff. But we kind of knew um, that, you know, when that happened, we're like, yeah, this is a, this this feels good. This feels right. So the, ma- the magic, magic mix. Do you want to yeah. add anything to that, uh, Daniel? Or Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I had played with uh, Wallace in another project and, and, and knew Oliver too from another one. But uh, uh, whenever Trey got up there and on our set list, I think we, I think my first gig with them was actually like a wedding gig and that we threw it, that we threw together. Yeah. And, uh, I remember the set list had everything from tower of power to Alabama to James Brown. And I'm like, who is this guy that's singing all this stuff? I mean, Alabama Dixieland delight. And then we had, you know, it was just a weird eclectic mix of tunes. And then come to find out, you know, when he started singing, I was like, all right, we got to do something with this. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> now, now you guys obviously, I mean, it, it's very obvious um, listening to you and looking at your uh, YouTube videos that you guys, just like Daniel was described, have played a lot of other people's music. You know, mm-hmm. you're very well, I mean, it takes kind of like understanding and taking apart other people's songs sometimes to really kind of put together you know what I mean? In an, in a uh, an intelligent way, you know, put together your own music. And it sort of shows bands that have done that and bands uh, bands that haven't. Do you guys still? Um, now I know you're focused on your own original music, but do you still mix it up with some uh, clever remakes? Oh yeah, all the time. Sorry, this is Wallace. That's uh that's part of the fun of getting to do this is sort of rearranging um you know different covers so that they sort of have different feels. Or, uh, I don't know, you might take a major song and put it in a minor key. Just anything to kind of try and get something a little different out of it than what you have every other time you've heard it. That's that's one of the fun things about doing a improv-based band with, a, you know, with a bunch of good players who can, who can actually play. What... Um... Uh, what is the uh, let's 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 talk a little bit more about the uh, the actual uh, sound of the band, um, Daniel. Like tell 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 us a little bit about some of your uh, some of the music you love and uh, were influenced by. Uh, well, when I I'm I'm heavily influenced by, uh, I mean I would say Led Zeppelin was a big influence when I was growing up. 
um, John Bonham on drums just kind of was it for me. And then I was into Mitch Mitchell with Jimi Hendrix and uh, the Almond Brothers, the dual drumming of the Almond Brothers. And uh, going back to the backgrounds of those drummers, I, you know, kind of got me into more of the jazz stuff. So I started mm-hmm. looking into uh, Tony Williams and Elvin Jones. So, um, you know, I started getting into a bunch of different styles um and i i would think that really influences the band sound in the end as well i mean it just kind of has this um eclectic mix and it all comes together in a, you know in a way will and wallace um with the two guitars there i mean do you and and the southern thing i mean do you guys kind of feel like maybe you're like a southern rock fan influenced by the allman brothers and is, did you are you channeling any of that um this Wallace, uh, you know, the, yes and no. Um, okay. Without a doubt, we're definitely influenced by the Allman Brothers. Uh, you know, all the great two guitar bands, though. Thin Lizzy's a great two guitar band. The Eagles are a great dual guitar band. Uh, the reason I say no is that Southern rock is kind of like a loaded term when you actually live down here. <laughs> okay. It's sort of me. Yeah. yeah it's, it sort of has like a really kind of ragged connotation to it that, I, I don't know if it's exactly right for us. We're definitely influenced by that stuff, but to call us like a Southern rock band might paint us a little too Leonard Skinner. Gotcha. Yeah. But Skinner, you're not. That's for sure. That's definitely not <laughs> yeah. Leonard Skinner. Doesn't sound like that at all. Um, yeah. Well, let's, let's, guys, go ahead, Will. You want to chime in? Okay, yeah, yeah, this is Will. I was going to say, I totally agree with that. And, um, you know, like, we do do have, have a lot of fun. You know, uh, typically, like, Wallace will, I'll, uh, you know, do a lot of lead stuff, and I, I kind of like to be the rhythm guy and stuff like that, and we, we kind of, like, trade off with some stuff, so we do get that dueling guitar thing, but like Wallace said, you know, it's just, uh, it's a little different, you know, we, we have a lot of fun with it, and um, and absolutely all of that stuff influences, but yeah, it's weird around here, like Wallace said, this is just kind of re, redoing what he was saying, but yeah, if you... If you say, uh, at least around South Carolina, if you say you're a Southern rock band, people are going to want their Skinner. <laughs> yeah, they really think you mean it. They think you mean Southern rock. It's real specific. <laughs> no free bird here. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, well, I think I think the, the thing that, I mean, is, and, and somebody said it in your uh, um, your sort of trailer that you guys made where you all talk about the band, the video that you made, that, you know, with Trey's kind of soulful, I mean, not, I mean, literally like soul-influenced singing, you know, Uh with the sort of rock kind of sound, that's really kind of what describes, I think, Dead 27's, um, you know, I think that's a good kind of description is this sort of like rocky soul kind of band with this great sort of soul, very almost smooth kind of soul singer. Would you guys I think that's how... Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. Yep. That's the idea. Uh, that's what makes it different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what, yeah, and it's definitely not Leonard Skinner. Speaking of what it sounds like, we're talking about what it sounds like. Let's let everybody have a taste <laughs> of what it actually sounds like. So, you know, people are listening it's going like, what? What kind of crazy thing is this? Um, this, is a, this is a song called um, Don't Want to Live My Life Without You. We'll come back and talk about it. We're going to go ahead and play it for you guys right now. Dead 27s, Don't Want to Live My Life Without You on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Okay, don't want to live my life without you. Now, now, who, the, how does the songwriting work? Did, you, did, 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 did um, Trey write the lyrics, or how does that work? 
Um, yeah. Well, that go, song go for actually, yeah, this is Wallace. That song actually came from that uh, first writing session that I think I heard you refer to earlier. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that was one of the, that might have been the first song that we put together. And from what I remember, I think uh, Trey, he had the lyrics for it. He actually had the words for Bridge. He had the verse, chorus. He actually had the chords and the lyrics for okay. the verses and the chorus. I think I think we might have filled it out by giving him the actual chords to the bridge, but pretty much that tune was one that he had together and was just sort of sitting on. I, he might have written it a few years back, for all I know. Okay. Yep. But, yeah, that that, that one, uh, yeah, no, that's right, Wallace. Trey had kind of had that, this is Will again, uh, Trey had kind of had that thing or at least an idea of what he wanted to do with it. And, uh, you know, when we got together, um, it was one that he kind of put out there and, you know, we, everyone kind of, you know, put their little flair on it and, and uh, you know, kind of doing it. But, yeah, that that's definitely one that he had a little more together already. But, yeah, he did he did the lyrics and stuff. And, um, and uh, you know, I think uh, he, he would describe it. He's not here to say it himself, but he would describe it as far as the lyrical content and stuff. You know, it's, it's about, uh, you know, I mean, kind of straightforward about kind of seeing somebody and <laughs> seeing somebody and, and, and having the courage to to get up, you know, and get over that and go go talk to them. Actually make something happen. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Now, now, you guys have an EP on. Are you, you're working on a full-length album? I don't know how current my notes are here. You, you have an EP on and you're doing a full-length album or is the full-length album done too? Um, no, we haven't released it yet. The tracking is finished and we're getting the final mixes back right about now. So, It'll probably we'll probably release it right around early fall or so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so chase your devils down is the uh, is the EP that is out now, um, and that the people can listen now. This now chase your now chase your devils down. Now did you guys is that self produced? Did you work with somebody or tell us about? It. I think you did work with somebody, right? You were the producer. Yeah. This is this is Will. Uh, yeah, it was it was self produced. We uh. We we got together in a studio at our home base in Charleston, and um, you know we had an, an engineer and, and stuff like that that helped us through the process. But you know, as far as you know, production and stuff, we kind of just went in there and you know laid the tracks down. It was it was a fairly organic uh, mm-hmm. process and quick process in the sense that we didn't have a lot of time or money to do a lot of production stuff. We were like, hey, we got these songs we need to get them recorded and we we booked the studio time and we went in there and and, and laid them down more or less you guys have all um, been around you guys have played music enough you've been in in enough studios that you know kind of how your way around a recording studio so you know that that does most bands nowadays because of all the doing it doing it themselves stuff you know are able uh-huh. to kind of like bang something out you know um you know pretty efficiently um but your new record uh, you are working with the producer is, is that correct oh yeah, yeah that's, that's right, right. Well, so this tell, is me, tell me about yeah go ahead daniel tell us about your the uh working with the, the producer and the new record um well we're working with ben elman uh he's from the band galactic um we uh got with him our manager is friends with uh, uh ryan monblow that he produced uh ben elman produced his album and uh, just kind of said, man, I think this would be a great fit uh, if you're looking for a producer for your next album. And uh, we did a Skype session with Ben and pretty much immediately knew that was our guy. Um, and he wanted us to come to New Orleans to record. And 
why not go to New Orleans? So we uh, <laughs> we we played uh, we we did uh, we did this touring thing um, up and down the East Coast uh, and put all the money back into it to to raise the money to to record. And uh, in the meantime, had writing sessions and we're sending um, the, uh, stuff to Ben for uh, pre-production ideas. And he'd get back to us and say, you know, maybe try this or try that or um, no, that's cool. Uh, we like that. And, um, you know, so the, the pre-production was, was getting done before we got to New Orleans. Yeah. And, uh, and then we got to New Orleans and just we were in this uh, old church that was built in the 1930s, I think. Um, and it was, you know, just a real cool atmosphere to be in. And you're in New Orleans and you're with Ben Elman and you're you know, in this old church and just, you know, sitting here recording a, a, a new album. And, and it was just an amazing experience. And um would love to do it again, you know, so. Um, well, you're, you, the record is uh, coming out. Is the, album, is the album have a title yet? Yep. Uh, it's called Ghosts Are Calling Out. What's it called? You, you kind of clicked out there. What's uh, that? What's go, ghosts Are Calling Out. Ghosts Are Calling Out. And yep. what's, the, what's, the ti- what's the significance of that title? Um, I guess I'll take that. Yeah, uh, this is Wallace. Uh, that lyric comes from uh, one of the tunes that, that I guess I'm uh, more responsible for bringing to the table. Um, only one. Uh, you know, I guess in reference to the collection as a whole, I guess it's just kind of like, you know, sort of the, the ghost of your past. Uh, you, you know, that, that sort of a feel. Things that have influenced you sort of calling out to you. This is sort of the uh the manifestation of of that for us at least uh that might not be exactly how it functions in the song but i think that's the significance and relevance as the album is concerned um speaking of significance and relevance dead 27s is it is this is this the uh is this a reference to the all the famous musicians that uh left this world before their 28th birthday yeah, absolutely. Who came up with that idea? <laughs> I, why don't you take that one? I think that was you and yeah. OG. I mean, it's or you know, you it's, it's yeah, it's it was actually me, OG, and Jack Berg. Um, we were kind of looking to put a little project together, and that venue I was mentioned earlier, the Charleston Poorhouse. We were going to do a, a show there where we just played music from that group of artists who passed at 27. Ah. And we got the billing together and everything, but for some reason or another, we had to pull the plug on the show. And when this group of guys kind of got together uh, at that party I was telling you about earlier where we were playing for our buddy's birthday, after we did that, we were looking for a name. And, of course, naming a project is always the worst part of doing this whole thing it's like i've never met a musician who's good at naming bands but uh (laughs) but anyway yeah we loved the way it looked on the promos and kind of just brought it up as a potential name for the band it just seemed to make sense we were all uh we were we were of course influenced by musicians in that club and it's you know it's cool it just seemed to really really fit what we were doing and we just kind of ran with it um Let's start, let's shift gears here as we're getting ready to wrap up. Tell us about uh, Will. Why don't you take this one? Tell us okay. about describe to the audience the Dead Twenty Sevens live experience. What what do you, what do you hope to 
have people experience at a Dead 27 show? Well, I, I, you know, uh, first of all, we hope they're all music lovers and like to come have a good time and go on a little bit of a ride. Um, okay. But, you know, you know, you know with, with our music, we come out there and we try to put on a pretty sharp show. We try to kind of take the audience, you know, I, I would hope on a little bit of a journey through stuff. You know, everything, we kind of come out there and give it give it our all on the show and, you know, it, even to the point to where, that, you know, if there's a mistake here or there, well, whatever, we're just going to come out here and blaze through it and, and try to and try to make something special and do a couple things off the cuff. You know, in, in a sense of jamming and stuff, you know, we're definitely not a jam band, but, like, neither was Zeppelin, you know, for right. example. And then, like, they jammed, they did stuff. You know, we're not going to come out and, and take you on a 45-minute psychedelic, you know, jam like, you know, some, some other jam bands, which that stuff's awesome. You know, we love a lot of that stuff. It's got its place, but this particular band doesn't do that. But we will do some improv. We will try some stuff. And um, you'll definitely get some songs, too, that are, you know, are going to be just more suited for, hey, here's the song. This is it. Here's a little bit more of a raw version. But, uh, you know, I'd say live maybe is kind of a mixture of polished and unpolished stuff. You know, you're not going to get everything you you get on the album, but you might get a little something extra special that's not on the album and vice versa. You know, I don't know. We, we just, I think, try to try different things and, and keep the energy up and keep it a, a very up and down moving show. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if, if the other guys want to yeah. add something, I'm sure they can add a lot to that. You know, that's just kind of off the top of my head what I'm thinking right now. Wallace, Daniel, either one of you guys want to jump in on that? Daniel, go ahead, buddy, if you got anything. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll definitely just second what, what Will said. I mean, we we like to uh, – I like, I like, as the drummer, I like to push the guys and, and, and see, you know, we're going to bring it down and let's keep it there and we're going to – and then uh, when the time's right, we're going to – and we all are clicking. We all got our own clicking on all cylinders. We'll, I'll push the band and we'll push each other and we play off each other and – you know, there's there's definitely songs that have that, and um, we really, you know, the connecting with the audience uh, is a huge part of what um, I personally like to, you know, feel when I'm playing on stage. And, uh, you know, that's that's a goal that I have is just to make sure we're connecting with the audience. And, um, you know, a night, a, one night could differ from another based on that. Maybe we, we, might, we might keep one of the tunes more chill. We might have one, you know, a little bit more uh, rocking. Uh, just kind of depending on the atmosphere that we're in as well. So you vary it up a little bit, but not necessarily in the sense that you're doing long solos. It might be dynamics. It could be just sort of more uh, subtle type things. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, this is Wallace. Um, yeah. We'll we'll do some longer solos too, uh, you know, with a couple of guitar players in the band and playing off of each other and doing some harmonized lines because we will improvise some harmonized lines and that's always cool. And that can kind of add a, a new dynamic that, you know, you might not see that often, but I really think Daniel nailed it. The live experience is more about just the energy in a room night to night. And I kind of think that's uh, if there's anything in the live experience that just, just makes it so special. It's that willingness to try something new, that willingness to cater to the night and not just sort of, go through the motions based on what everybody's decided is safe and what works in the vacuum of a practice room. And that's definitely what we try to do is just really pay attention to the audience and give them a genuine experience night to night. 
Yep, uh, this is Will. This is Will. I'm, I'm, sorry, I, I second all that uh, 100%. Uh, just that I like, you know, what Will said about a genuine experience. But anyway, that's all I got. Yeah, I thought that was a great comment, uh, Wallace. I think that that's what, like, a lot of bands, if they're not, should be striving for is to give people a genuine experience that night. You know, and then yeah. tomorrow night, you know, the room's different, different crowd. You may feel things in a different way, and those people get something a little bit different. That's why the, that's why people should just follow you around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what's genuine is supposed to change. That's what makes it genuine. Yeah, of course, of course. So what is the next what is the next six to twelve months look like for you guys? The record's gonna come out uh, in the fall and then what? Are you guys are you guys you guys are playing probably constantly, huh? You probably you're probably well, you probably have a gig today. <laughs> yeah, we're all over the place. Uh, this this is Wallace. Yeah, I mean we're just uh we're gonna be going out, uh kinda trying to really uh drive support for the release of the album and then of course once we release it the push is gonna be even harder. So just playing shows, meeting people getting out there and just kind of perfecting the craft. Any, uh, um, now when you guys, when you guys tour, are you, go, are you like touring nationwide? Are you sort of more like in the South and you're going to Europe? What is it? What, what, what do you typically do? We're definitely still more regional. I, our, our area is more or less New Orleans up towards New York, that, that sort of area. I mean, it's a, it's a good chunk of space for us right yeah. now. We're not opposed to going further. But that's mm-hmm. definitely our bread and butter, and, and where we've uh, had a lot of fun in the past. Um, yeah. Here's the here's the point where e- anybody can jump in, and you guys can just sort of plug whatever you want to plug. You want to talk about your website? You want to say whatever? Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, if you want to check us out, um, you know, dead twenty sevens dot com. Not twenty seven spelled out, so literally just d e a d two seven s dot com. Um, you know, our Facebook and our Twitter and Instagram, all that stuff is, is whatever the social media is slash dead 27. And, uh, one thing that, uh, I definitely would like to point out that that's uh pretty, we've been having a lot of fun with is, uh, every Friday, um, on our Facebook page, we've been posting a, a new cover video. And, uh, while we're definitely not a, you know, a cover band, um, we like to, to, to play a lot of people's music that we dig. And, um, and, you know, so every Friday we'll come up with a cover, whatever we're feeling. It might be Prince. It might be, um, Digital you know, underground. Yeah. It's still underground. This we did last Friday. I mean, who knows, you know, but, uh, we'll, we'll like come up with a little, you know, acoustic or, or, or semi live band with some quirky instruments, uh, version of that cover. We'll just, post it on Facebook, give a little happy Friday shout out. Just, you know, it's just a, it's a little fun thing we do. And, um, it, it's been getting a lot of traction and, and we've been having a lot of fun with it. So that's every Friday we'll post that. You can go check out our Facebook page for that. That's um, a very good reason for people to like your Facebook page. I was Wallace and I were talking about that before that you guys, we, before you guys came on. And so I hope the audience caught that. You want to go to, uh, uh facebook.com backslash dead 27. Uh, because you're going to get us like a little bonus every Friday uh, of them performing, uh, you know, uh, some very cool song. Uh, very often, w- w- Wallace, you, you, they're not all covers, though, right? Some of them are uh, your your songs too, or? Uh, well, no, the Friday it's all strictly it's covers. Fr- Friday's all strictly covers. I got you. Yeah, so that's, yeah. We, that's, you know, we might post some other stuff up during the week that'll be our okay. tunes or you know, sound checks or whatever, but yeah, that Friday is just the covers. 
Um, and I, and speaking of that, and I just wanted to point something out. This is on your, I saw on your website is you guys have a great live version of Eleanor Rigby. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you guys should just say, well, see, Eleanor Rigby, I've, I've actually interviewed several people that, that have covers of that. And it's one of those songs that, like, you, you, you can't screw it up, I don't think. <laughs> it's so good. You, you, you can know, definitely I mean, like, screw it up. Just, I promise you, guys, <laughs> you it up. <laughs> oh, you guys have screwed it up. But you guys take and you bring your vibe to it. And with Trey's voice and the and the things that you, and the and what the band brings to it, it's really it's really unique. So I would encourage everybody to definitely check that out. Very cool. So hey cool. guys, thank, I, I thank you so much um, for uh, taking a, a little bit of time and, and talking to us about everything you have going on. Um, really enjoying the music a lot, and we're gonna definitely uh, uh, keep promoting you guys. Um, so thank you very much. Thank you, Lou. Yeah, thank you, yeah, so man. Much. Thank appreciate you so much. We appreciate it, man. All right, guys. You've been listening to uh, my, our little uh, uh, impromptu discussion with Dead uh, Dead 27s, uh, Wallace, Will, and Daniel. Um, really a cool bunch of guys. Great uh, band. Uh, and uh, you can check out their website one more time. Let's go ahead. That is dead27s.com, D-E-A-D 27S.com. You're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. That is Ludini, rockandrollcircus.com. One more time, thank our sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. And if you like this kind of music, if you think it's important, like I think it's important, you probably wouldn't be listening to it if you didn't, um, I would encourage you to go to supportindierock.com where you can get involved in the promotion and letting the world know about great bands like Dead 27. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, you guys have a show tonight? Not no, tonight, man. Tonight. I got the night off. Oh, yeah. good, good. Well, maybe you should practice. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Work on your Friday cover or something. But, um, there you uh, go. <laughs> can you guys hang out for a second? We're gonna do, can we do a bonus question? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, just give me, some, give me a minute. I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, you are listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, if you if you join our mailing list, you can hear some of the bonus material that we often do here. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. We'll catch you on the next podcast.